self-serving persuasive talkers of everything and nothing we are a conversation con artists What's going on, people? It's your boy, Mr. On Point. And I stand by the shit I said last week, despite that little heifer lion, also known as Calamity Red. And we are Conversation Con Artists, back for another fantastic episode. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Mr. M-I-S-T-E-R underscore on point. And I can be found at Red underscore Calamity. Also, we are still doing the listener letter portion of the show. So if you have a question you would like for us to answer on the show, you can send it to our Gmail account which is conversationconartist at gmail.com, or you can find us on Facebook, Conversation Con Artists, and send it to us that way. I think we have one from Colin. We does. He sent this six days ago. Okay. Episode 204, Hand Down, Meet Down. I really hate y'all. You should. I do. What's good, y'all? Live listen time. I didn't write in last week because I'm not going to write in on my own topics. The title, You're Welcome, Red, might be too much information, but it's true. After suffering an injury this weekend, my meat is currently on the injury report list as day-to-day bruise. Next time will be a coach's decision whether to get in the game, laugh out loud. So here we go. In response to your first letter about no man should expect someone to move home without paying, he should pay zero a month. $1,000 a month, question mark, to a girlfriend, question mark, for what, question mark, maybe I'm remembering that story wrong, I don't know. For property taxes, it's assessed either quarterly, biannually, or annually by your local revenue department. For most mortgages, taxes are charged against your escrow account. Your monthly mortgage is essentially an estimate based on the assessed tax value, and then your loan servicer slash mortgage company pays your property taxes from escrow for you. That sounds very complicated. It does. But I think what's that, what that is indicating is that like it's not like a monthly fee that you pay. For taxes? No, I tell you for my property mom, taxes. My mom pays one. I think she pays it yearly. Yeah. I want to say. So I guess the question is, is that $1,000 going to her paying that later in the year? Or could that be something that you like split when the time comes for property taxes? I don't know. I guess it need to be a... a, 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 a a situation by situation. Mm-hmm. Uh, number two, social media and relationships. Yo, so tell me why my first serious girlfriend broke up with me over AOL Instant Messenger, <laughs> aka AIM, back when I was in college in 2005. Laughed my ass off. The fuck was you doing on AIM? <laughs> what you mean? What, did, what was he doing on AIM that broke made her break up, or did she break up with him over she that? Broke, it sounded like she broke up with him over that shit. Uh, like, uh, it was devastating at the time. I lost a bunch of weight, and then once I got over the hurt that my first had left me, my journey of making power move with power meat began. More <laughs> later, maybe. Cheers, Colin. <laughs> oh, I remember AIM. We so old. We are old. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> There's so many things. that. What was that other one? ICQ? I don't remember. I didn't do I never used that one. That one had the flower logo. Yeah, right? I never uh-huh. used that one. I use Yahoo Messenger. Yahoo Messenger. Yahoo used to have them chat rooms. Y'all remember ASL? Yep. ASL location. location, please. Yep. And they'll it'll be like twenty F Orlando. Yep. This ain't you ain't no damn F. <laughs> you a M. You a man. It's so funny how far from that we've come. Um. 
I mean, breaking up with people over social media is, is the cowardly way out. Um, and breaking up with people because of social media is stupid. Like I said before, you that should not be the measuring stick for your relationship. If you can't be with somebody because they get too many likes on their pictures, <laughs> you got some other issues. Because I don't even be on shit enough to even be seeing how many likes people get. The only time I get on Facebook, and I'm going to be completely and 100% honest right now, the only time I get on Facebook is when one of my family members send me a picture because they want to roast something that another family member is doing. <laughs> Damn shame. So, so then I'll get on Facebook to see what the fuck they talking about so that I can join in the roasting. That's about it. I, that is about the the depth of my Facebook usage these days is if somebody getting roasted and my family's like, go look at this on in Facebook and then I will. <laughs> but outside of that I don't be on this shit. <laughs> that happened to me yesterday actually. I got a picture <laughs> from Facebook. Sad. <laughs> it's not sad to me. We don't roast the people to their faces. Is that better or worse? I don't know. Worse. It's worse? Yeah. You ain't nothing but some backstabbers <laughs> like the OJs. What they do? They smiling in your face all the time. They want to take your place. Them backstabbers. Them backstabbers. Yeah. Well, listen. We do say something depending on who it is. The person that we was roasting, he would not take too kindly to this. My family roast me to my fucking face. If I brought somebody crazy home, they would be nice to that person, but please believe that I would get drawn off to the side and be like, what in the fuck are you doing with your life? Why are you with this nigga? Like, I would 100%. But they know I can I can take that. I can receive it. Because uh, I'm going to do what I'm going to do anyway, so whether they like it or not. But some people in my family are not those folks. And so the picture that I got was somebody who wouldn't take too kindly. <laughs> But what was said is true as fuck. You said it today when I showed you the picture. <laughs> so I did say it. It is what you it is. Into that. I, how did I drag? I showed you a picture. I did not know what your response was going to be. If you had any response at all. You know who I am. You dropped a bag <laughs> of money in front of a known criminal and left the room. You think he going to still be in that chair when you get back? <laughs> Hell no. That's what you did. You dropped clearly <laughs> what would be ammo in front of me and walked away, and you knew what was gonna happen. I mean, we might have been wrong in our in in our assessment of of this person. Whatever. <laughs> but you know, either way, either or. Um, thank you, Colin, for the letter. Um, did I have anything? I randomly found out that I had been working with a pedophile. Okay, that's fun. Oh, it was a new experience because I've never had that happen before. Uh, this was not a client of mine, so I'm not I'm not breaking any any rules. But um, you know, it made me really think about the fact that you don't know people, and you know, I watch ID channels, so I already am suspicious by nature anyway. But this one slipped under the radar. I wasn't even suspicious of old dude at all. So when I found this information out, I was like, "What the fuck?" 
<laughs> Why weren't you suspicious? Um, I just, I, and I know they don't have a look, but I really wasn't getting pedo vibes from him. I wasn't. That's because you're too old. <laughs> If you were I am 14, much too, then much your goddamn ass will be getting all of the all the vibes. You're right. I'm way too old for him. I'm a whole de- two, two decades older than what he, he looking for. But um, that was a different experience just because I had to decide how I was going to interact with that person moving forward. Because I was disgusted. <laughs> Utterly disgusted. When I, like I don't like oh he don't even need to be in here disgusted um and again it just reminded me that you don't know like serial killers don't have a look necessarily pedophiles don't have a look um you know domestic violence perpetrators don't have a look sometimes sometimes you can look at somebody and be like that nigga kill you <laughs> but it, a lot of times it's them charismatic, like really nice, like we can't believe he would do that. Dumb dumb type of people. So, you know, you kind of have to just be careful about, you know, putting people into boxes because you never know. <laughs> you just never know. Because I was very shocked. I was like, the, I was like, no. He's reformed. No. This was recent. Yeah, hey, I know he. How is he reformed? I had a friend that used to come over to my house and he used to be like, What's up, Eddie? You wanna play some bones? I was like, Yeah, let's 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 shoot some. Dominoes. I know. You know. Okay, you know dominoes. And he'd be like, I need to do something because I just quit smoking. And I was like, When? He said, Today. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be like, Shut up. You're gonna be smoking tonight again. So maybe he's reformed today. After his last, you know, no it don't but look pedophilia is one of them things that when you do it like you just people gonna look at you differently like it's like when you smoke crack you gonna be known as somebody that smoked crack by the people that know you forever you could be clean for 20 years and anytime somebody get upset with you first you know he was a crackhead like this it's one of those things that follow you okay it don't i don't think there's an expiration date it's probably like when you stop eating salt for your diet mm-hmm. just stop eating salt because man i'll be looking at that salt container like damn <laughs> i would use you but you ain't good for me right now that's a problem <laughs> <laughs> and every now and then i have me a little dish that got like enough salt in it already you know what i'm saying and i'll be like okay i got a taste of the salt but you know what I'm gonna go for a little sprinkle every now and then. That's probably how he is. That's, That's probably how no. pedophilia is. <laughs> you can't go for a little sprinkle. Every I know. Now I mean, clearly, then. sprinkle is rape in this situation. <laughs> I'm just talking about the dilemma of not being able to consume something that you desire. Uh, what? You just I get. Uh, I look at him in a completely different light and I'm just utterly disgusted by him now because just uh, come on dude and what was hilarious is that he felt like we were going to be okay with it because we had gotten to know him and he was like I figured if y'all got to know me and saw what what a nice guy I was the charges wouldn't matter that's some white shit okay that's what that's not how it works 
That's not how that works. That is not how it works. Nowhere else in your life can you commit a crime, have they still don't want to let motherfuckers vote depending on the charges that they didn't have. That shit carries with you. You can be that a ain't nice about guy. the charges though. That ain't about what they did. That's just about finding a way to keep certain people from being able to participate yeah, in the program. But I'm I'm just saying, like <laughs> at no point does you being a nice person overcompensate for <laughs> some bullshit like this. Like that's and now I don't think you're that nice of a person to be honest with you. Well, we already know how you feel. I'm looking at you different. If y'all want to go back to the pedophile, pedophile island, island episode, he needs to be on pedophile island. I don't think so. I think so. I don't think so. Why? You don't need to live amongst the rest of us. But he is. That he but that's what I'm saying. We need a pedophile. Well, we can't island. do nothing about him. We he here now. I know, but we need a pedophile island. We don't need a pedophile. I island. feel we like we got that much space. We, we divert no resources to an island. Who said divert resources? I'm thinking like Lost Boys. Like <laughs> they just figure that shit out. <laughs> Better figure out how to live, live off the land. Shit. You sound like you'll be all right with just throwing a grenade up under the bridge where the homeless people live at. Like, I feel like if you was in charge of figuring that shit out, you'll be like, huh, flashbang. Hope you like your clothes being in flames, bitch. Not homeless people, but pedophiles, yes. I don't care. I don't feel like, I mean, you know, live off the land. I'm saying, I'm saying, if you got a job with the city and your job was to figure out what to do with homeless people and you had to fix the problem, and your job is dependent upon it. I think you would think about some old crazy ass shit like that. You might not do it. You'll come up with a better solution. I would. But when you talk to me, yes, you'll be like, "We well, need to just fucking mow them motherfuckers down with some AK forty sevens in that bitch. No Russian Call of Duty, goddamn. That's what we need to do." I would never do that. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't. You wouldn't. I know. But yeah, so that was just a different. Because, you know, I, I've worked with people and found out stuff about them later that I'm like, oh, okay. Wouldn't have thought that, but I'm right. But it never anything to this extent. So that was just a new experience. And then I had to kind of decide within myself what this meant for my interactions with him. Because, to be honest with you, <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> Fucking done. Done. It's gross. You're weird. No. Can't do it. Can't do it. Oh my God. It's terrible. Pedophile people that mess with kids and old people are some of the worst people. You you mess with the most vulnerable population possible. Like you you that's some bitch nigga shit. You a bitch ass hoe for that. You a hoe ass bitch for that. You are all in the above. <laughs> like you <sighs> You got to mess with folks who, who prefrontal ain't, ain't all the way there yet. You got to mess with people who got fucking Alzheimer's and shit. Like, that's, you are a fucked up person. <laughs> Don't, that's the, the victimology that you choose. All right. Fuck him. And all those like him. It's a goddamn shame. And it is. Did you have anything happen this week? Nope. Nope. All right. Well, that's the end of the letter. Nothing that's uh, nothing that uh, that hip allowed me to talk about. <laughs> I only see. I only work with clients. 
So all the good shit is protected. <laughs> well, all right. shit too sometimes. <laughs> um, I can talk about a. Uh, I can talk about a story. Okay. Uh, are we moving into the story part? Mm, nah, it's relationship, so we'll do it. Let's do it for this part. Okay. Um, a groom sexually assaults a bridesmaid before the wedding. What? A Pennsylvania groom sexually assaulted a bridesmaid two days before his wedding. My nigga, it's easier ways to let a bitch know you don't want to get married. She blacked out and woke up to him sexually assaulting her in the men's locker room at a hotel where they were staying at. The assault stopped when the bride came in. She start, then started fighting with him. Please tell me that these Negroes did not get married. Despite the incident, God damn it. Carney and his wife still got married. Why? Why? Other than the fact that you didn't pay all of this money, other than the fact that your families and shit is already here, other than that, why? Because she probably knew what she had already. He's a fucking rapist. You are marrying a rapist. Not just somebody who cheated on you, okay? That'd be fucked up enough on its own. But he raped somebody two days before he said, I do to your black ass. Like, how do you reconcile that within yourself? Like, what? No. No. No, 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 no. You raped my bridesmaid. We can't get married. You're a rapist. You're a rapist. <laughs> and I just knew that you were going to say them motherfuckers got married anyway. So what would you do? If I was her? If you were the wife. Be in jail. Be. I would be in jail because when I walked in on him raping my bridesmaid, I might have did what old girl from last week got some some pruning shears chop chop nigga. We you definitely wouldn't have got fucking married. You can't do that. Why? Because you gotta hit him with something in the immediate environment. Well, maybe. Because if you go get a tool, that turns into. They were in the men's locker room. Damn, wouldn't have been no shears in there. I would have found something and fucked his balls up. That's what would have happened. And we damn sure when they got married, I would have helped her press charges on this bitch ass. The fuck kind of shit is that, nigga? What are you doing? But you loved him. I loved as in past tense with an ED. <laughs> Rape kind of overcome it, it, it surpasses that. I told y'all before, I ain't no ride or die. That shit right there, that's it. <laughs> We're done. And you going to jail with swollen balls because I'm going to stomp all over them hoes. But he ain't going to jail. Why he ain't going to jail? Well, I don't know. I don't know if the woman pressed charges or not. But I'm saying if it had been me, she would have pressed charges. Because she probably talked her homegirl in the night. She went ahead and married him. Then even if the girl wanted to press charges, her bitch ass probably was like, girl, don't do that. <sighs> what the fuck? I'm so angry. <laughs> I can tell. I'm trying. I just wanted to get a rise out of you with that story. It worked. I'm trying. Not I know to how to get you. Go overboard, but I'm more mad at her. 
The bitch that married him. Why in the fuck would you go? Let me listen. Listen. <laughs> listen, people. I get that you want to be married, okay? I am 34 years old, and I ain't nowhere near marrying somebody's son, okay? I get it. I do. But the fact that I waited this goddamn long, if you think that I would marry a known rapist just to say that I was married to somebody, that shit is stupid as fuck. I could have married a fuckboy years ago. <laughs> like, if that's what I was going to do with my life, I ain't going to wait this late in life to do that shit. I feel like if you wait this long, you should make better decisions. That was not a good decision on her part. And that just make him feel like what he did was all right. That is, ugh. oh, I'm so disgusted. Both him and her. Oh, my God. And I get it. I get, you know, whatever. Your bachelor party, bachelorette parties, crazy shit happen. Rape should never be one of those things. Now, if she had been conscious and y'all was just getting it in, we still wouldn't have gotten married because you a hoe-ass nigga and she a hoe-ass bitch. But it wouldn't have been rape. <laughs> still wouldn't have got married, right? But it wouldn't have been rape. I, I don't, I don't, how you, how do you... How do you go in yourself and convince yourself to do this shit anyway? Like, what conversation did she have internally that made her come to the conclusion that I'm going to still marry this tired-ass nigga? It's whack. He's whack. She's whack. The whole situation is whack. And they are going to get a fucking divorce. Because that's not a good way to begin your marriage rape is never a good way to start a relationship let me say that it ain't a good way to start a commitment <laughs> oh jesus she married him oh that's... it reminds me of our right sins not tragedies <laughs> it does. you know what i'm talking about yes for panic at you, the disco for those of you who don't know a group called panic at the disco wrote a song called I write sins, not tragedies, and it's about talking about how the it talks about how the groom's bride is, is a, a whore, whore. But I guess the bride's groom I is a whore. I chimed in with a haven't you people ever heard of closing the goddamn door? No. I really like Panic at the Disco. I do too. Uh, but that's I just wanted to see. I just wanted to get a rise out of you. What if that was your homeboy? What if you his best man? You the best man to the groom who did this shit. What is your response? I wouldn't be in nobody's wedding that was capable of this. <laughs> you don't know. You never know, people. I mean, I think you know your partner is capable of rape before you do this. Like, I'm not going to participate in somebody's <laughs> wedding that I don't think going to make it. <laughs> nah, this nigga's not going to make it for no whole forever. Forever? For so I ain't no. I can't be your best man. I can't be in your bridal party. I ain't even coming to the wedding. Cause I want my money back if y'all get a divorce. I could not even be another bridesmaid. Like I not not even talking about being the bride and the bridesmaid that got raped. Uh, if I was a, a different bridesmaid in this wedding party, and I found out this shit going on, and this bitch come talking about we still doing the wedding, bitch, fuck you. And I want my money back for this goddamn dress that I'm not wearing because I ain't going to your fuck ass wedding. And I want my money back if I had to travel my black ass here for this whack shit. I ain't walking down no no fucking aisle. Y'all want to continue on with this travesty of a marriage? You do that. 
I ain't gonna be a part of it. Fuck you and him. <sighs> I won't be a part of that kind of ceremony. And if it turns out that somebody did get raped when I was a part of something, I don't know. I I live my life. <laughs> I live my life on the principle that I'm not trying to create new trauma for myself today. <laughs> so when people get ready to do shit around me, I be like, nope. I don't want no new. Tra- I don't want no. Tra- I don't want to remember this day for nothing. So please stop. I don't remember no days in my life. I want to keep that streak. Some bad shit done happened, but not bad enough to brand the date in my head and be like, God damn, like Aunt Wise was first of September. <laughs> A day that day I'll, I'll always, always remember. remember. Cause you know. that was the day that my daddy died. Listen. I'd rather remember the other day. Do you remember? <laughs> the 21st September. of September. That's what I'd rather remember. Fuck the, the first. I, I don't want no days like that, though. I would like to think that the people that I'm friends with, the the women that I'm friends with, this would not be an issue. Like, I'm not going to say that they wouldn't marry a nigga that wouldn't rape nobody before the wedding. But I, I would like to think that they wouldn't go on with the wedding. But in case that I am wrong, any of my female friends that are listening, bitch, I'm not going to be in your wedding. Okay? So you might as well get upset. Because your number's going to be uneven. Might as well go to one of his groomsmen and say, we don't need you because Red fell out. You fucking right. I'm not going to be a part of it. You dumb. And don't think that I am not going to read and get you all the way together about what I think about you continuing on with this bullshit. And yes, you probably going to continue on with it regardless of what it is that I say. But I'm going to know that I fucking said it. And when the shit fall apart, as inevitably it will, I'm not even going to tell you I told you so. Because when you as right as I'm going to fucking be, you don't even have to say shit. You just stand in your rightness. She going to say, okay, whatever, bitch. <laughs> yeah, that's you fine. You and your Aussie can get that shit out of here. <laughs> yes, luxurious, <laughs> ain't it, bitch? You're mad. <laughs> Blowing in the wind. <laughs> Flip my hair on you hoes. <laughs> Get you and your Aussie can get out of here, bitch. No, nobody don't want to hear that shit. <laughs> right. and Me you, and my man going to live yep. a perfectly fine life. Sure we don't need your motherfucking ass uh-huh. at this wedding. Yep. No way. And seven months from now, when you call me trying to fucking put a shoulder to lean on, I'm going to shoulder lean the shit out of you. Fuck out of here. <laughs> Whew, that just got my pressure up. That's terrible. Blood pressure. I got a machine for that. <laughs> you need to check your blood pressure. I'm good. You sure? I'm. I, I think I'm gonna make it. All right. You sure your blood pressure ain't too low? That has been an issue for me. Low blood pressure, not high blood pressure. Okay. But that was when I was skinny. I don't think it's a problem now. You might need some salt. I I just ate a salted pretzel. Just one? It was one of the big ones from Sam's Club. Oh, okay. The the soft baked ones, yeah. Anyhow, if you have a question you like for us to answer on the show, you can send it to our Gmail account, which is conversationcardartist at gmail dot com, or you can find us on Facebook, Conversation Card Artist, and send it to us that way. Um, I don't even know what I have to talk about. Uh, Diane Carroll passed away, man. She was so classy. She was one of the most classy black women. Like she one of those women that when I saw her pictures, 
it was that's who I want to be like you want to be that level of classy like she had that face where you know ain't nobody even gonna try her because she just she don't even got a resting bitch face she just got a don't fuck with me face oh Diane Carroll I was very sad about that look I've said this before every time some of these great actors actresses they pass away I'm like who is who do we have that's taking their place who picking up the mantle behind them no fucking body there is nobody that I can think of right now that embodies Diane Carroll or anywhere even fucking close so y'all and please don't nobody start talking about no Halle Berry and shit because no <laughs> no no <laughs> not the same like it's like we lose these these greats and then we don't have shit to come up behind them but Diane Carroll like <sighs> she's who I you know I hope I'm that classy and that elegant and that easy you know easily get people together the way that she she did but rest in heaven So, I don't know nothing about Diane Carroll, but let's talk about Amber Geiger in this trial, okay? Uh, we got a lot to talk about about it. Um, several things have transpired. I might need your blood pressure machine. You might need it. So, Amber Geiger was sentenced to 10 years. 10 in jail. fucking years which keep in mind that when people get sentences like that she's not gonna do 10 years okay right amber might do a good four maybe five she is not going to be in jail for 10 fucking years okay so that's one of the things to keep in mind and why people so mad about this fucking um punishment is because we know that the ten, first of all 10 years is too low anyway but she ain't even gonna do the 10 years she gonna do four five max so she got her 10 years <sighs> niggas was mad i mean it's the police um but i do want to bring up if you remember muhammad noor who killed justine diamond the australian lady he was a police officer he got uh 12 and a half years so that's close to what amber geiger got but oh my god his shooting was a good shoot i think police would call it if he was white versus black because what happened with her case was she ran outside and was beating on the back of the police car aggressively i guess to get their attention and he got out and shot mm -hmm. you know so i just feel like if that was a white officer and a black person they would have been like well he caused alarm and you know the police officers are trained to shoot in situations like that but he got convicted 12 and a half years but like she legitimately went into a man's apartment shot him while he was sitting on the couch in his own shit minded his goddamn business eating ice cream and she had to overlook a red carpet that was right there um to do so i think we know all of that yes we do what happened after that is uh both them john i'm gonna say that's how his name is pronounced i'm just gonna do it that way his brother uh talked about forgiveness and then he wanted to hug amber geiger and he hugged her and told her that he forgave her for shooting his brother 
and that put the interwebs and the black community in an uproar as it pertains to forgiveness first of all on point um shogun cole jackson um leroy ketchum um rockman 3k3 okay i want y'all all to listen very carefully to me if somebody kills me and it is a wrongful death I don't want y'all to be talking about no goddamn forgiveness, okay? I don't want you to do that. Don't do that shit. Do not do that. Now, on point, I know you're going to be apathetic because you're apathetic about most things. I'll accept that. Uh-huh. But all of this kumbaya, we forgive you shit, I want y'all to be livid. Be mad, okay? Don't go to jail, but don't be kumbaya and shit. Here's my problem with this, and I get it. As a therapist, you know, I encourage people to forgive because the forgiveness is for you. It is not for the other person. It is so that you can move on with your life. A hundred percent, hundred percent believe in forgiveness. However, it just infuriates me that the, when, when you see situations like this, it's us. Okay, because had this shit been flip flopped and returned reverse, do you think that her white parents would have embraced him and said, we forgive you for killing our daughter? It's all right. I'd like to be friends. No, <laughs> it would not fucking happen. I just get mad because we always feel like we got to be, a, we always got to be the bigger. I don't even know if it's, we feel like we got to be the big person i don't know if we feel like we leading by example and hoping that if we show them compassion they'll show us compassion i don't really know what the fuck it is but let me tell you something if somebody killed one of my brothers fuck that bitch like i don't give a shit first of all i'm gonna be mad as fuck that you only got the 10 years and please please don't think you're gonna put your i don't even like getting hugs from people i like okay so you keep your little murderous ass hands off of me i ain't hugging shit that makes no sense to me i was furious because i feel like we're always the ones doing that it would never be the same it would never be that way on the flip side it would never have been her white parents embracing this little black boy who killed their daughter wouldn't happen and i just get so sick of it like We can be upset. I feel like you have the right to be upset. Now, I ain't going to say he should have showed his ass and flipped tables and shit over in the courtroom. I wouldn't have blamed him if he had of. But I just, this whole kumbaya shit that everybody was trying to do. Look, I'm going to haunt all of y'all. I swear to God. (laughs) If haunting and ghosts is a thing, y'all going to get haunted. You go trying to hug the motherfucker that killed me wrongfully. Don't hug that bitch. Okay? Don't do it. I'm letting my request be known now. And even if you have to tell, well, why are you guys, you know, so stand? Well, you know, Red made it very clear before if she if this were ever to happen. <laughs> Where her wishes were. I've communicated on the podcast before that I think if I was killed or my brother was killed, my mama would be going to pray with the person at some point. 
uh, because that's the kind of person my mama is. Mm-hmm. She don't have a vengeful or angry bone in her body. My mother is very religious, but if somebody killed one of us, Peggy would show her whole fucking you know, ass. Your mama is a, a, a hat wearing church lady <laughs> without wearing a hat. You know how them ladies is. <laughs> the meanest motherfuckers on the planet. They mean. Yeah, my they, mama be trying to whoop some ass in the court. Just because your mama a Christian don't mean she ain't from the hood, goddamn. <laughs> okay? So, don't, you you and your mama as examples for things is not good. Okay? <laughs> just to let you know. If you ain't know, you know now. But you got to understand, I was raised by that lady. But you are not her, though. I know I'm not her. Because she got fucked over so much from being so nice and so kind... Me and my brother are nice and kind, but we know the threshold upon which we would be fucked over, and we can, we got a system where we can avoid that. But, you know, that don't change that I understand why he might have done what he done. I guess my issue is that he could have done that shit behind closed doors yeah. if it was for him. Like, I don't know why he would make a spectacle of it. Well, same um, reason why the fucking judge made a spectacle. Well, I'm, I'm going to continue the story. Um, but I think my first reaction is that, you know, everybody's focused on murder level forgiveness and not realizing that y'all got some uncles, aunts, mamas, daddies, cousins, brothers, and sisters to forgive for low level shit. So what I hope is that this conversation is putting a lot of our petty shit in perspective, you know? I don't know why this man forgave this woman, but, man, it's a lot of shit out here that you ain't talking to a person no more because of. And I hope this shit kind of put that in perspective for you, um, to be honest. Moving to the judge, the judge gave Amber Geiger a Bible, her personal Bible, and told her to read this when you in there. And a formal complaint was filed against her by this atheist group. Because, you know, separation of church and state, man, you can't have no overt uh, display of Christian values as a judge. And as a judge, you don't need to take such a a black and white stand in that moment. You know what I'm saying? Like, you, this lady was tried and convicted of murdering an unarmed man. And... Uh, just <sighs> and she have no idea what it feel like to feel like a criminal she was criminally convicted of what she did and she has no idea how it feels to be treated like a criminal at this point and she probably gonna get preferential treatment by the police oh, officer she 100% she's at. Is. and she gonna have to you i don't even i think she i don't know what they do with police officers when they get locked up you can't put them motherfuckers in general pop that will not end well at all so who even knows where the fuck she gonna end up at? And again, she's not gonna do ten years. She's not gonna do anywhere close to them ten years. She'll be on probation for a while, a parole, but she's not going to do ten years. And it's just like, what is the value of a life for everybody? All these the people who saying, well, she was scared. You know, she she acted because she thought it was a burglar in her home. She is a police officer who is trained for those type of situations. I've gone to the wrong door before. 
Now I don't own guns, so I don't have guns on me very obviously. In college, a lot. If we were out drinking, might knock on the wrong door. <laughs> I don't think I've done that in an apartment complex because it's kind of I don't. I, you would have to be wasted out of your mind. I done been tired, tired. Okay, but I still know what door is mine. I don't know how the fuck you go to the wrong door. And all it is is that you just got off work. You ain't high. You ain't drunk. You didn't notice the, the doormat. You didn't notice the setup in the, the apartment was different when you opened the goddamn door. Like, none of that didn't register. <laughs> and I mean, look, and this is what I've had to do for me, myself. Unfortunately, in the the climate that we have and in the country that we had i have to just be glad she got convicted okay because it wasn't no guarantee that they were even gonna convict this hoe all right she could have walked i was not happy with the 10-year sentence at all but i would have been less happy is if she like a lot of these other police officers who didn't done fuck shit and kill people and get acquitted i'd have been more upset about that so unfortunately, you know, we just gonna have to take the 10 years. And, you know, if his brother wants to be forgiven of her and all of that, okay. Fuck we, that hoe is how I feel. We ain't done with the story. Do you know what else is on the story? I do not. They, there was a witness to this. Oh, yeah. Named Joshua Brown. Oh, yeah, he died. And no, died. No, this nigga was ambushed and murdered in his apartment complex parking lot. So this guy was walking down the hallway when this was happening. He's the one that testified that he or any other neighbors didn't hear any commands such as put your hands up or whatever she was saying that she said. He testified that. And, and now he dead. And he's dead now. He's shot in the face and in the chest. Now it's being reported that he was supposed to be testifying against the Dallas Police Department in a civil suit. So it's really, really hard to see this as not connected. Um, what the family is saying is that... His family or Botham's family? Brown's family. Okay. Because uh, in November there was a shooting at a club that they say targeted him. And so it's the reason that he moved out of that apartment complex. So he'd been trying to keep a low profile uh, until the heat from that shooting passed over. It was like some from some childhood stuff. And so I guess it's possible that being on that trial kind of exposed him and let people know where he was going to be at and follow him or something and find out where he lived. Very coincidental. But it, man, bro, it's too big of a coincidence. It's too big of a coincidence, man. So that's about what we got on this situation. Like, nothing positive. Just a, a police officer that shot a black man that was chilling in his own spot who got shot by a cop that didn't get enough time for doing it who has people connected to this case who has died as well um maybe because of the case maybe not which has brought up a conversation about forgiveness which has really invoked a dialogue about how black people always are and are always expected to be the forgivers in a lot of these situations 
and we don't get the same courtesy of that forgiveness extended to us we do not ever and it's unfortunate but that's that situation what you got stacy dash was arrested stacy ass <laughs> for domestic violence with her white husband and her it's a porn star named stacy lane <laughs> why is that relevant i don't know cole jackson know who i'm talking about <laughs> Um. So she was. He's the only person who is open enough to let me know that his porn knowledge rivals mine. You niggas. Um. <laughs> uh, when she was arrested, her arrest record showed her uh, race is white, but an officer has come out and said that that was his mistake, and that that's not what she told them or what she put down i don't believe why would it to, why would anybody have to tell you i mean it's some people who are white passing that would have to tell she's you she's not white passing of course not she look black she look black even though she don't want to be black the mm-hmm. husband has now come out and said that you know he he never wanted her to be arrested it don't fucking matter listen let me tell you how dv situations go okay if the police get called and they get there and somebody got marks on them the other motherfuckers gonna get re- arrested okay little white man was all red with scratches and shit all, all over him so they took stacy ass on they don't listen to the to the person the victim because of course the victim is gonna say don't take him don't take her they don't listen to that no more so if you got marks on you, the police are going to take the other person. Regardless, period. End of story. You don't have no say. <laughs> because they of course, when you are a battered person, you ain't gonna be like, lock his ass up. You're gonna be like, no, take him off. No, don't no, no, he didn't do anything. On the phone call, she was saying, He's a lawyer and he's telling his kids what to say to get me arrested. And I'm like, damn, if that's what's going on, that's real fucked up. I don't feel sorry for that bitch. Even if that is what happened, fuck her. That's what you, you get. You are cold fucking blooded like <laughs> Rick James. You need to have you a ring to say unity only. <laughs> unity. <name>. Unity. <laughs> that's what you need. You need Listen. a goddamn unity ring. Look. And you need to go punch niggas in the forehead in the club. I don't give a fuck about it. Listen, Stacy has showed her ass to the black community for a very long time so when things happen to her i'm not gonna revel in it but i also don't give a fuck about her and i don't really give a fuck if it works out for her or if it don't fuck her that's what you get you and your little white man go on <laughs> i just don't really give a shit about it don't really fucking matter to me fuck her but then you like clueless I did before I knew who she was as a human. See, this is why we never don't we don't need to know about um actors and actresses personal lives. Just act on the screen. I don't need to know that you was an asshole in, in real life, Stacy. I was fine with Stacy during the clueless days, okay? But then found out, you know, she's a bitch. So mm, I don't care. So the police officer was like, uh, so what do you do? She said, I'm an actress. And he was like, you acting in anything now? She was like, no. And he was like, you from anything that I might know? And she clearly fucking not happy with what's going on or the line of questioning. And she's like, I played in Clueless. And he know what the fuck Clueless was. Because he's a guy. Yeah. yeah. Well, no, maybe because he's young. 
I mean, yeah. he probably isn't. Clueless ain't one of them movies that you're supposed to fucking know about. Like, yeah, it's some movies like The Breakfast Club and Sleep in Seattle and shit like that where you done heard of this shit, even if it's in references somehow. Yeah. But, like, when you talk about Clueless, I mean, Clueless, dude, I mean, Clueless is up there, I guess. It's a pretty iconic movie. It is, but I don't know what the fuck the big deal with that movie. That's, I don't even know to me. anything else off top that she's been in. Like, movie-wise, I know she was on some little UPN show. And I used to, Single Ladies, she was on that show. She, she been, been in some music videos. She would have been better off saying that she was a Fox commentator. That's what she would have been better off saying. I'm a Fox News commentator, even though it's a lot now because she got fired. But fired that ass when they ain't need her no more, dummy. Listen, <laughs> that was mean. You said that shit like a bully. You said that shit like a bully. How wrong, dummy? <laughs> you know how bullies be. Ah, you got to answer wrong, dummy. <laughs> you said that shit just like that. It rolled off the tongue so good. You fucked up over there. Fuck her. I right, listen. Stacy, you just hate everybody. I don't hate episode. everybody. You hate every damn body on this episode. Yeah, so far you ain't done nothing but hate everybody. Is there anybody coming up that I'm like? <laughs> I love Diane Carroll. I had nice things to say about Diane for Carroll. whole two minutes. Stacy Dash can go kiss all the asses. Ed Fox in hell. In hell too. Uh, you know, I when they fire her. I had a good hearty chuckle from a nice deep place because your ass was sitting up there thinking they actually gave a fuck about you when you were a token. You were a token. You were saying the racist shit that they would like to say, but that they would be called racist for. And because you got some color in your skin, they loved hearing you say that bullshit. But then once they boy got elected, they didn't need your black ass and you was fired because you were worthless. Fuck her. I don't care. <laughs> Fuck Stacey Dash. God damn. It's <laughs> a new day. <laughs> God damn. <laughs> but that nigga want his money. Ooh. <laughs> damn. You cold-blooded. Fuck that bitch. Cold-blooded. Look, I like you when I like you. When I don't like you, fuck you. Apparently. <laughs> apparently you don't give a fuck. No. Not you even a little bit. Don't give Zero. I would kick her in the vagina if I had a chance. <laughs> Remind me of that Dave Chappelle joke. You seen Dave Chappelle stand ups? I have. I hadn't seen the most recent. It ain't on the two recent ones. Oh. Or the recent. It was on them other two that came out. But the first two that came out, he said, I'm so good at this shit. I got a fishbowl in my house that I write the punchline, the jokes, and I put them in the fishbowl. And every now and then I just pull one out. And I make a joke based off what that punchline is. And he said, I'm going to do this shit today. And he was like, uh, one day I wrote on the one of them. Um, so I kicked in the pussy. And then he threw it in the jar. And one day he pulled it out. And then for a moment, you kind of forget that that had anything to do with anything. Because mm -hmm. he made that part of the joke sound like his own joke. Mm -hmm. But then he told a whole joke. And the, at the end of it, that was the punchline. Like, how the fuck did he do that shit? Like, he did that shit. I mean, clearly he wrote that joke, so we don't know if he actually do that at home and this is how he do it versus he just wrote a joke about him doing that and then he performed it in the way that he wrote it. Mm -hmm. We don't know that, but 
he made you forget that this shit was coming. <laughs> and it came. Not even that far from it. But that's how good he was with telling the story. It didn't have shit to do with shit. He, that nigga smart, man. Dave Chappelle is a smart man, generally. But he applied that shit to his comedy very well. I still kick her in the vagina. Why won't you say pussy? I don't like to say that word. Huh? I don't even think, I don't even remember the last time I said that word. I don't even say it like that, but I was just saying it because I said it in Dave Chappelle's way of joking. You can't tell a joke and leave out the curse the way they said it. You know, like on The Office when um, they had an episode where they had a sensitivity training and they were uh, they were trying to redo Chris Rock stand up. Oh yeah, about black people versus niggas. And well, I don't know what the fight. I don't know what the uh, chubby white dude name is. Du- not Dwight. No, nah, that's the tall Kevin? dude with the glasses. Kevin. Kevin. That's the white dude. Uh-huh. The big white dude. He was basically saying, "Well, Chris Rock said." He doesn't like this. He liked this one type of black people, but he doesn't like this other type of black people. And then Steve Carell got out there and said, that ain't how the joke go. That ain't how it go. And then he started doing it like black people and niggas. And he was like, oh, shit. <laughs> they they showed this on air. <laughs> you know. The office is the shit. I love the. I didn't yeah. like it when um Steve Carell left. But yeah. up until that point, it's fucking hilarious. All right, let's get into PC culture a little bit. Oh, God. Um, were you aware that... Um, hold on, let me get the details of this story right. Um, the ADL, you know what that is? No. The Anti-Defamation League. Okay. That's basically the group that determines when a group is racist or when a symbol is racist. They're the group that does the research that determines how widespread the knowledge of this thing is amongst those racist groups and how much is used. Okay. So a family went to Disney World and uh, they had a Despicable Me uh, ride. Okay. And Gru and a couple of the minions were out there. Gru was the, you know, the man who fucked with them. Yeah. And uh, he put his arm around the kid to take a picture, but he did this right here which if you you can't see my hand i'm doing the okay sign the okay sign has now been designated where you put your thumb and your pointer finger together and you got your other three fingers sitting out it has been designated as a white power racist newly designated (laughs) i think that's important i don't think that's important i think where are you going with the story but um well he was fired he was fired for that now (laughs) this is the thing while it's newly designated as um as a a hate symbol it's been in the works for some time like it's been but i i say that newly designated as a if i go to work tomorrow and start talking about, i guarantee you nobody that i work with is gonna already know that the okay symbol is now a hate symbol like i mean that as in regular people he might have just had his fucking hand like that don't nobody do that shit no nobody do this the only people that do he that shit might when the, you he had his hand around the kid the only people who do that shit is people who trying to get your ass with the circle game <laughs> you know what i'm talking about what? It's the circle game. 
You never heard of the circle game? No. It's basically people be doing a whole bunch of shit to get you to look at this symbol. I mean, um... listen, put the circle game into Google, anybody, and go look at the pictures. And it's like people be trying to do weird stuff to get you to see that hand. And it's like if you see it, then they got you. I just, he got fired for that. Like, again, I guarantee, and I'm going to do this. I'm going to go to work tomorrow and ask, them, ask my coworkers how many of them know that the OK symbol is now a white power symbol. No, and what I you should do you, is you should go to them and put the OK symbol up and say, does this mean anything to you? And they're going to be like, no. OK. <laughs> OK, <laughs> what? He's not going to know. Like, I just, he got fired. <laughs> yeah, he got fired. I just don't agree with that. Yes. Damn. Listen, man. Look, I'm all for people doing racist shit getting fired, all right? I am. But, like, this nigga had his arm around a kid, took a picture. His hand happened to be this way. He get fired for that shit. He probably didn't even know it's a hate. That's what I'm saying. The, the reason I was saying it's newly formed is that it's a lot of people who are not white supremacists that don't even know this shit is being used that way yet. It's niggas running around out here all over the place that have no idea that okay is now a hate symbol. You want to know something else that they added to the um, to the hate index? What? Uh, the bold cut hairdo that Dylan Roof had. Well, I mean, it's only certain white people that get them kind of haircuts anyway, so. Yeah, motherfucking water boys, except without the football. You know what I'm saying? With the water what? boy, Adam Sandler. You said what's up without the football? What yeah, do you mean? Because they just regular racists. They don't got no redeeming qualities that make them valuable somewhere. <laughs> they just got racism and guns. But that's what I'm, that haircut, I mean, I listen, it is certain things that I will see when I'm out. And I think I've talked about this before that will make me not go over to where white boys are white boys who drive them big pickup trucks with the big ass tires okay i'm not going over there okay if you got a um confederate flag hanging from your truck or you got on the shirt or it's on your tag or what i'm not coming over there okay <laughs> because i feel like those are just signs that i don't need to have my black ass over there there's certain things so bow cuts uh, uh, i can get bow cuts i don't yeah but the okay symbol. And again, he probably didn't even know until they fired him. He he learned that day that it was a hate symbol. We used to use that in school to mean zero noise level. The okay. If we had to walk down the hall with them fingers up in the zero noise level, who knew at this point in our history <laughs> that shit now means white power? <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Like, what if a picture was taken of the kids walking down to school with that today? They gonna bring up that picture and be like, this is a white power school. Look at them. All of them got them symbols up. And that's why I ain't had this conversation in a long time. The question has been for me, how far back do we go to retroactively apply today's standards? to old ways of existing well for this particular thing i don't think that you can go dig up an old picture of somebody holding up okay when 
it recently became however long whatever year they started because i know this was supposed to be a, a an experiment they were doing so whenever that occurred that's the date that that became something else prior to okay has never meant anything bad it means something at your school we would do okay to mean literally like okay cool like if we couldn't talk about you across the room and you had asked me a question and you look up at me i'm gonna do this we're black so it was not a, it wasn't white power. <laughs> you gotta do the black head nod the yeah you <laughs> gotta nod your head back opposed to the white head nod where you nod your head forward <laughs> that's the white one we women don't really do the y'all that's a nigga thing y'all do that we don't do that i know i'm just saying you know we would saying? just hold up that like that is fucking telling that's a teacher to look up and be like, got something you want to share with the class, Red? No. You Shit. just put your white power symbol up. <laughs> Bitch, I'm black. <laughs> what you mean? You might be Uncle Ruckus. I'm not no Uncle Ruckus. I don't think anybody that has ever met me at any point in my life would have ever felt that way. Oh, but I, I don't agree with him being fired. That seemed excessive, especially considering that this is something that I still feel like the average person doesn't know. I feel like most people out here do not know that the OK symbol is racist. The only, yeah, that's the reason that I don't think he should have been fired is because we don't know that he knew that was the case. And shit, I didn't know it until you brought the story up a couple of weeks ago. That was my first time hearing that shit. I didn't know. Right, power man. I'd have been that. all in pictures doing the okay. So this is you want to know how this all shit all came to be. You told us about how they were trying to show that the liberals would get upset at it or turn exactly. anything. Yeah, but they were they were smart enough to believe and know that, but they weren't smart enough to understand that amongst the people in their group that shit will take off and become what you were trying to pretend like it was. Yeah, like you can't pretend that it's gonna become something and think it's not gonna become something. You know what I'm saying? Well, they're stupid. Just like uh, the uh, Pepe the Frog, yeah, the meme. Pepe. Like they take something that meant nothing and they change it into something, and then they try to claim that it's not racist. Ha ha! It's not racist. We were just pretending like it was racist. Well, bitch, what the fuck? <laughs> Who the fuck are you? Where your common sense go, man? You, if you ever had it, anyway. Um, you didn't have it. Uh, so. The family, the woman is black and her husband is white. And um, they said they went on vacation to Universal Orlando just a week after the New Zealand killings where 51 people were gunned down in two mosques. And they went to Orlando from Colorado with their daughter and younger son. She said, we just wanted to take them to see the Minions, do something special for our family, and this person ruined that special warm feeling. I mean... But the crazy part is they, they didn't... They went back and saw these pictures after the fact. Like, if you enjoyed your time there without knowing that, ruined. how could it have ruined exactly. the experience? You know what I'm saying? And, so how do you feel about Eddie Murphy today being criticized about the language that he used in um, Raw? Raw. Like, he used the F word a bunch and not fuck. You know, the word for gay people. I hate saying that word, so I'm not going to say it. I mean, that was never... It was never some shit that, that should have been said, I feel like. Like, even then. <laughs> but, I, I mean, that shit was being said in movies. Like, it, it was. was a cultural thing at it the was. time. So, it's like, is it okay because it happened? Because we're not able to assess it from the point 
that it was done back then, we can only assess it from now. So is it really fair to look at something from the 80s and say, this is why? But I you mean, would look clearly, at, if it ain't raping a whole bunch of women, then, you know, how do we look at it? Yeah, but you would look at a white person in the 80s who was saying, nigga, <laughs> who, who now does something different or who now may be different. People would still be like, you were saying nigga. That was never okay. It was never okay for you to be hollering at nigga. Like, yeah, you don't say nigga now, but you were saying nigga then. Like, it's just... I don't know. I mean, comedian. I, my my gauge, I guess, is a little bit different with comedians, just because I know I don't even agree with it, but I know they get away with a lot under the guise of it being a joke. And so, especially with something that happened back in the eighties. I mean, I don't really give a fuck about Eddie Murphy, to be honest, just in general. But I don't really get up in arms about raw i have a copy of raw i think it's what was the other one he had raw and delirious i got delirious i don't have raw i think i got delirious and i got one of them in in the dvd collection but i mean i don't know with this i don't think that man should have lost his job behind this because i he could have genuinely not known (laughs) that that is a hate symbol because i feel like most people don't know that shit i feel like you could go on the street and ask 10 people and out of those 10 people you might maybe come across one who might know or you might get 10 like it just mean okay what you mean (laughs) among black and white people there's a lot of people that don't fucking know that shit so i don't think you should have got fired i think that was excessive and the family talking about it ruined their trip. They full of shit. Because you didn't see it till you got the pictures. <laughs> and it was, the trip was over then. So you had fun at the time. Okay. Uh, let me let me do my next story. Okay. Let's go ahead and knock this on out. Okay. So the goddamn lying ass 12-year-old girl. Man, fuck that bitch. Who said her white classmates cut her dreads locks off. It's just... Is very very fucking disappointing. This every time something like this happens, my response is always: There's plenty of real shit that happens to us. There is plenty of things. Okay, you don't have to make shit up. Okay, it's everywhere. <laughs> it's unnecessary. So when people make up shit, I'm like, bitch, why? <laughs> Next week there will be a legitimate thing that happened in our community for you to be upset about creating things and making up shit don't help anybody because all it does is give credence to white people who feel like oh this is all you know it's not as bad as everybody's been people making up things. it it doesn't help the cause okay now when we did the beginning i said i stand by what i said i stand by what i said in the context of if this happened to my child how i would respond now I'm going to res- to give how I will respond if it happened if it didn't happen to my child, but my child told me that shit did happen, and I found out later that your fucking ass was lying. <laughs> okay, all of that 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 vitriol I had last week for them administrators, how I went hard for you. Now me and you finna have a fucking problem, kid, <laughs> because what the fuck. There's no point 
What are you lying for? Enough stuff happens all the time. What was the boy? They um, was he, was he mentally challenged? They raped him with a, what was it? Clay a clothes hanger maybe. They uh, they uh, broomstick. They took the hanger, and they put it on the stove and let it get hot, and then they stuck it in his ass real slow. <sighs> <laughs> <laughs> That's not what they did. That's from Dave Chappelle. So. <laughs> I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> there was a story. I cannot remember. Anyway, the point of the matter is that there are plenty of things that happen in our community that's fucked up without you having to go make up stuff and have people getting upset on your behalf. I want to go cut a hair off just out of the principal, bitch. Chop, chop. <laughs> you gonna cut? Oh, you gonna, you finna be bald headed today. I would have cut my kid dress. You came home and you lied about this, about how your hair got cut. Dumb shits. I wouldn't cut it all the way off. I would not ever do anything to my child that would lead to them being bullied or embarrassed at school. Oh, but you finna lose some inches, bitch. You absolute, because you want to go around here and tell everybody that your hair got cut. So cut it shall be. So do you want to know the conspiracy theory going around? It's, uh, go ahead so I can get upset because I already think I know what I what is what I heard. And I'm going to say why this is stupid. This school is a manual Christian school. This is a school that Karen Pence, the wife of Mike Pence, teaches part time. Mm-hmm. So the theory is that the family was paid off here's, to say that this was a lie. Here's my problem. I mean, look, I really hope that that is not the case. And the reason why I say that is because what message does that send to that child if the parents are willing to take hush money for something horrific like that that happened to her? I would just like to think that parents will have better sense than the it's certain shit that I will you can buy me off about. Okay, I ain't gonna sit up here and act like I can't be bought. Right, because I can be. This is not one of those instances, though, because what she if if this did indeed happen, these little boys held her down. One of them put his hand over her mouth and they cut her hair. Like the trauma from that, and then for your parents to just be like, "But we getting paid, bitch!" Like I just, I would be so disappointed. What's worth more? the truth continuing to live in what may be poverty i don't know the family's financial situation with the girl still having that trauma or covering up the truth in riches that take you out of that poverty with the girl still experiencing that same trauma what message does that send to her about her trauma though when you take a check and couldn't and have her not only take a check now she got to go back on tv and say she lied is it worth that amount of money this is what i'm saying to me it's not it's not because you know how cruel people are and you know how mad people are going to be that were that were ready to go to bat for her and now she's saying that she she made it up like, what amount of money is worth your child's peace of mind? I don't know. Because you can't buy that, okay? You can buy your way up out of poverty, and yeah, y'all might have somewhere nice to stay, but mentally, what that would do to that child, I don't think it's worth it. I don't think it's worth it. Because of, her, or because of the fact that in order for that to happen, she has to say she lied. 
she has to say that she made that up that that never happened to her when she know good and goddamn well it did what that would do to her psyche i would never let my kid do that i don't give a fuck what we was living at it ain't no money to me worth that to put her through that to put her through people calling her a liar and talking shit about her after she already had a traumatic incident happen so what if you had a child that was intelligent enough to know what how do you know that how do you know that how do you know that you have if you have a child that that can emotionally take that 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 may think that they can until the bullying starts until people start talking shit about them like what if you're wrong i'm not gonna take that chance i'm not gonna take that risk with my kid i'm just not because as much as i might think that they are strong that's a lot you asking a lot out of that kid you asking them to go through it one and now you're asking her to backtrack two so we can get some money like yeah we know this happened to you but we can get paid so no i I think she probably would get that hate if it was the truth too she would get more she gonna get more hate from her saying that this didn't happen from the all of the black people who was all mad and shit and ready to she gonna get way more than she would have got if it she had been left the way it was Hell, I, the, my immediate reaction was fuck that little heifer. <laughs> I was mad as hell. Like, bitch, I was ready to ride for you. So I know it's other people like me. And I'm not uh, I'm not no internet thug, so I ain't going to get on the internet. I ain't going to find her and send no messages and shit. But there are people that will. And to me, that's a burden to put on your kid. Your, your child ain't supposed to be, get you out of poverty. That ain't her job. That's that's not her job. And I'm not going to use something fucked up that happened to you to benefit us in this way. I couldn't do that in good conscience, me personally. I would not be able to do that. I I just, I, I, and not to mention the anger that I would feel for you motherfuckers wanting to make this go away. To, to not have to do anything about this. To not have to punish these boys. To not have... Like, they just gonna get away with this shit and we get some money. I can't... Mm-mm. I wouldn't be able to do it. I wouldn't take the money either, but I would understand if the money was taken by somebody. I couldn't. I would. I, I've just seen what... what poverty has resorted people to. I know, but I'm saying... Even if you get her out of poverty, if what she said happened happened to her, it's but, already gonna be difficult. But you're you're a, a person that's more principled than somebody that would take that money. True. And you're a therapist, so you're able to think through what that girl would be suffering through and dealing with in that regard. A person that's not a therapist won't be looking at it like that. They're not going to be able to assess it the way that you were able to assess it. I guess. I mean, they they just wouldn't. I just couldn't do that. Like I, and so that was my issue when I saw that conspiracy theory. I was like, I hope good and goddamn well that that's not the case because I just don't know how you make that okay for that kid. You already got kid. Like you already have kids that commit suicide on from online bullying about shit that ain't really like bull little bullshit stuff that they actually did to be receiving hate because something happened to you and your parents told you to go back and say it didn't happen to you because for some money not all kids are, are mentally strong enough to handle that shit man and then what happens yeah, and some kids some kids will tell their parents no yeah 
You know what I'm saying? Some they would. Like, Hell no, mama. Cause what happens? What happens if you get her to do it? It seems like it's fine. You get your money. Y'all get out of poverty, and then six months later, your kid is dead because she been internally struggling this entire time, and she begins cyberbullied now, and people looking at her like she's a liar when this actually happened to her. You don't get to give the money back and get your child's life back. You don't. That ain't how that happens. She dies. She's dead. So for me. I can't I can't envision doing that. So I hope that's not the case. I hope that her parents would not do that because it ain't on her back to get them out of poverty if they in poverty. Not her responsibility. She the kid. Y'all gotta figure out another way. I got you. So got you. But you can um you can go on to your next one. I mean, the only thing I I don't even feel like And I've said this before. I said this about hot girls summer. I do not understand women who have this idea that equality is being able to do whole shit like niggas do whole shit. Like it should be cool. So Miley Cyrus, they've been, she didn't, you know, separated from her husband and getting a divorce, whatever, whatever. Since that time, which has not been a long time, she has already been connected to a bitch. And now she was seen tonguing down some, some white boy. Okay. Now here's the thing. I don't really give a fuck what Miley does with her body. Okay, don't give a shit. But what I do care about is when she make a post trying to justify it by saying, if I was a guy, y'all wouldn't be saying this. I'm just trying to live my best single life. Just do that and hush, girl. <laughs> like, I, again, it me, me personally, I don't ever look at whole ass niggas and be like, man, I wish I could do whole shit and nobody say I'm a hoe. I don't want to do whole shit. I don't think them niggas should be doing whole shit. I think you should be doing a little bit less whole shit, my nigga. Like, I've never... That ain't a quality to me, in my mind. So anytime I see women that are like, I want to be able to do whole shit, and they're not saying anything to me about it. <laughs> do whole shit and not, don't care. Man, let just do what you're going to do. If you're going to be out here sleeping with whoever and connected to whoever, you could be like Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift is the only person I have ever seen who has been connected to 47 people and nobody calls her a hoe. I don't know if it's white woman privilege, how that works. Especially when she first came out, she was connected to this person and that person and this person. It has been a lot. Okay. But guess what? Taylor Swift just kept on dating folks. She done dated Loki. Okay. Well, since you mentioned Taylor Swift. Fuck her. I'm going to read this post about Taylor Swift. I'm sick of her. <laughs> Wait a minute. Where that post at? Didn't I say that? Oh, shit? she's just the quintessential white woman. That's when I look at her, that's what she she just embodies all that being a white woman embodies in my mind. That's what Taylor Swift does. But Miley, nobody cares. Do your whole shit. Like, but be prepared for people to say shit about it. That's what happens. Just do your whole shit anyway. Look, it's a whole last long ass post, but I read it this morning, so I guess we gonna read about why this person who posted it can't stand Taylor Swift. Oh, okay. I'd like to listen to that. She has profited off of playing the victim in situations where she wasn't. White women. And not just in most of her music where her songs are written about her exes that she dates, breaks up with, and then writes an entire album about. Yes. But on social media as well. She even wrote songs about cheating on Calvin Harris and Tom Hiddleston. Yes. Then 
There was that time that she claimed that Kanye West had written a line about her in one of his songs and didn't ask permission for it. Yes. Kim Kardashian then leaked the video of the recorded phone call in which she said she was fine with it and actually supported it. Yes. Once she revealed she was lying and then tried to sue Kim Kardashian, which ultimately failed. She is openly friends with and defends a known child molester, Lena Dunham, who has oh, admitted this in bitch. her book as well as in plenty of interviews. She has. She consistently uses black and brown bodies as props in her music videos yep. to look diverse. Her videos are full of cultural appropriation. Shake It Off was mocking black hip-hop culture while Wildest Dreams romanticized the col colonialism in Africa. At an award show, when Nicki Minaj pointed out how the industry looks over women of color, she invalidated her and accused her of pinning women against each other. And her group of friends that she refers to as her squad, every one of them are straight, thin, white women that capacitates her siblings. So denying microaggressions and racism in the industry, all while having no diversity in friendships, peak POC exclusionary feminism. She imitates and steals ideas from large amount of black and POC artists, including Beyonce, without giving them any credit. She has repeatedly sued fans for using her music, such as a newlywed couple, for using one of her songs for the first dance at their reception. A family member had recorded it and uploaded it online. When it had gone viral, she not only sued them, but they were forced to delete all traces of it and hand over every recording of their wedding day, not just the first dance. What a bitch. She sued her former guitar teacher for stating on his website that he was the one who taught her. She only started supporting drag queens after they become mainstream, and it's very obviously performative, so using the LGBTQ plus for attention. She hijacked Me Too and positioned herself as the face of the movement as if Tarana Burke, another black woman she's stolen from, hadn't founded the phrase and movement 10 years beforehand. She even posed on the cover of Time magazine as one of the people of the year which, with absolutely no credit to the originator. On multiple occasions, she's taken photographers' rights to her own photos without giving them any type of credit. If you want to stay in her, go for it. Nobody is stopping you, but let's not pretend that people don't have a reason to not want to support her. And fuck then she her. put a shitload of sources for everything she said. Yeah, fuck her. She is peak white woman. That victim, oh my God, poor me. That's Taylor Swift. Fuck her. And I will never forgive her for September. You hear me? Never. <laughs> Try to make September indie track. You cannot touch certain songs, Taylor and September by Earth, the Wind, and the Fire. Bitch, no. Other black artists don't need to try to touch that goddamn song. You know your little white ass don't need to be so doing how you shit feel about with Beyonce? it. I don't like that remix, the her, her <laughs> version. So yeah, at, you can at me. I don't give a fuck. I don't like Beyonce's version. I re I prefer uh, Maze. Break. I, I sorry. They I don't like, like they her. It. Who? They like the originators. I like the original. I don't, every time that shit come on the radio, I change. I just don't like it. <laughs> Person, I feel like those songs, those those family barbecue, them family reunion songs, them songs don't need to be touched. Those songs are timeless. Though it could be the year three thousand, and you can put on September, and motherfuckers gonna know exactly what to do. Okay, it don't have to be remade. <laughs> It's perfect the way it is. Let it be. Just let it be. But fuck Taylor Swift. I don't give a shit about her. Can't okay. stand her. Now, I was just bringing that point up. So, Miley Cyrus. Man, let Miley Cyrus be the freak be, she want to be. My thing, just do that. But see, she want to do it. Then when people say something, she feel like she got to say something. Back. Miley, just do you, girl. Just do you. If you're going to be kissing women today and men tomorrow and men and women maybe on the third day, do you boo boo but know that people gonna have shit to say at this point you shouldn't even give a fuck no more miley you had dildos and stuff on stage during your concerts are you really there you really care <laughs> like girl bye 
Just do what you're going to do and shut the fuck up. Stop making excuses and trying to get people to say it's all right. Everybody don't have to say it's all right, Miley. Okay? You're going to do it anyway. The fuck difference do it make? Just do what you do. Go on about your business. Nobody expects wholesomeness from you at this point, Miles. Okay? Okay. That it? For Miley? That's it for Miley. I don't even think I had nothing new. You ain't got no more stories? Let me see. I want to know who listening to the podcast was out here talking about uh, they support LeVar Ball because he is a father that is there. Yeah, he's a little bit over the top, but, you know, <laughs> he there for his kids. And y'all the bop, 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 Oh, I remember the LeVar Ball conversation. there? Because they, everybody thought we were so wrong and so blah, blah. Everybody, Michael J. All right. Go on. Because, let me talk about what LeVar Ball did. So, you know, they got that Facebook show and nobody watches it. Nope. Um, and they were having an episode and they were talking about Big Baller Brand. Mm-hmm. BBB. Yeah, <laughs> which is the representation of the Ball Brothers and is everything. But what happened was this dude named Alan Foster apparently was accused of like embezzling money out of the company, mm-hmm. bunch of money, yeah, millions, yeah, yeah. two couple million dollars, uh-huh. and they were trying to figure out ways to rebrand. Mm-hmm. And Alonzo came up with the idea of you know look. Big baller brand, we need to change the name. The dad was like, no, nah, we ain't changed that name. You know, he was like, look, man, the, people don't look at the name the same because of all this that done happened. And he was like, we ain't going to change the name. And then he was like, and he was like, um, that's like somebody coming up to me and telling me to change your name to something else. He just said another name. And uh, because now you damage goods. So I just... I just want to know the people who supported him as a good father as the interpretation of that moment. But you know what? Unfortunately, them same people still support him and say that people are taking it out of context or that he didn't mean it in a negative way. Bitch, bye. (laughs) Y'all gonna ride for this nigga till you can't ride no more. Listen, okay? LeVar Ball is a terrible father. That's just what it is, okay? It has always been that way. It's gonna always be that way. I am sorry. <laughs> there is nothing. And everybody look and say, oh, but look where they are. Look at their success. That does not overcome them not having a dad. He's a manager. Okay. He's a he, he's a he's a money person. He's not their father. Because a dad ain't gonna say no shit like that to your son, who probably is already struggling. I'm assuming he's injured. He didn't got some injuries. He been injured. Okay, so that ain't no shit you said to your son. Like Lavar Ball, look at them boys as business transactions, not his kids. He always had. He is living vicariously through them. You know, it's a lot of people out here who validate parents' behavior because they parents. They don't look at the behavior and say, I don't think that's appropriate for a parent to say. They basically say, well, kid was out of line. You know, they do a lot of things to justify 
It was other ways that you could have got your kid in line. It didn't have to be that thing. Like, and I feel like when we had this conversation before, people was bringing up Joe Jackson and the Jackson. Yes, uh, they have money, but they are fucking crazy. <laughs> like all of them, all of that abuse, all of that stuff that they went through, their lives are worse off because of that. If you're going to solely look at it, uh, what they were able to accomplish musically. Okay. Michael Jackson is dead. Because this nigga was taking essentially, um, what is it, anesthetic? What is it when you go to sleep for a surgery? Um, anesthesia. Anesthesia. This nigga's essentially taking anesthesia regularly, okay? Like, those kids, they fucked up mentally. All of them Jackson kids is fucked up. So to say, well, Joe wasn't no bad daddy because look at where they at. What? <laughs> what what is parenting to you what is your definition of parenting <laughs> because parenting has an element of emotional support that lavar ball that joe jackson was not could not did not provide for them kids and it shows <laughs> it shows so no i'm sorry i don't i don't look at successful parenting based upon what the child is able to accomplish because the fit the thing that y'all are not realizing is that sometimes people accomplish in spite of i had to tell somebody that last week uh, that kid is doing good despite you not because of you okay this is one of those situations where they were just able to overcome right but don't think that that means you're doing what you're supposed to do or that you're doing a good job because they somehow still turned out all right okay had shit to do with you that's not what good parenting is success at all costs is not <laughs> that's not what you need to be going for lavar ball is an asshole he's a terrible person and apparently he a terrible businessman <laughs> Shit. Yeah, because they sued Alan Foster for stealing that mint $2.5 million. And then Foster said that LeVar is the one who stole it. So I bet a whole bunch of records finna come up and determine what, what happened. And it really wouldn't be surprising to me no. if, if LeVar Ball oh, yeah. actually stole that money. Wouldn't be surprising at all. Pawned it off on his... On his uh, business partner it won't be surprising so i'm interested to find out what happened he just irritated the way he walk in rooms doing that little stupid walk i just i can't stand his ass and i feel bad for them boys and i hope the ones the ones that have had kids i hope that they be better fathers to their children than their father has been to them maybe they will break the generational curse maybe they will fuck that nigga did you have anything else um let's see besides molly so there was a florida man that got sentenced to 10 days in jail after he overslept for jewelry duty how the fuck you lock me up for 10 days because i overslept for jewelry duty you lock me in jail for 10 days over jewelry duty are you fucking kidding me he also got one year of probation and 150 hours of community service that it's ridiculous. Over jury duty? Are you? Oh my God. He's never been arrested. 
And they arrested him for contempt because he didn't show up on So time. he went to jail and then come participate in the jury at that point? Yeah, because you have to when you're in jail, yeah. No, what I'm saying is what what I've heard done before is the police go to your house and pick you up and bring you to the jury. Like, I've heard of that happening before. Well, but if they, that's if you're not going to have um, jail time. He spent 10 days in jail. That shit is what? Because he overslept for jury duty. He got ten days in jail for oversleeping, and Amber got ten years for taking a man's life. All right. So he went to uh, he went to his afternoon shift at work, thinking that it wasn't no big deal to make it to the court by that point in time. He thought that the worst thing would happen is that he would get a fine. And uh, he got a call from his grandma saying that the police was there, and his grandfather told him to get to the court. And then when he, he got young, there, how old is he? When he got there, the judge uh, arrested him after he explained about the delay. He also had to write an apology letter to the judge, who reduced his probation hours in community service. So the community service hours were reduced to thirty. And. Um, and he got a report to the jury always once a week to give a 10-minute talk on the importance of jury duty. What? <laughs> Are they fucking sick? Like, I came to the conclusion it was deserving of a punishment. I wonder how many, if you broke it down in the race, how many white people who have done something like this have been given consequences versus the black person? I wonder. I wonder what this judge's record looks like. He is 21 years old and went to work. Do you get paid? You get paid mileage for jury duty, correct? You get paid per day. And it's not, it's nothing. And they give you a form to ask you to donate that money back to the courts. Kiss my ass. I'm going to cash that check and wipe my ass with it. (laughs) Before I give it back to y'all, what? See, so narcolepsy excluded me from jury duty. I've never had jury duty. I've never been caught. Now I'm gonna say that shit, and for the week is out. I'm gonna I was on jury duty when I was 19. I've never had it. A sexual abuse case. I've always wanted to go. I always thought it would be interesting. It's interesting, but they said we have three capital murder cases. Damn. And so I was like, what? Three capital fucking murder cases? Hold on, wait a minute now. Let's talk about this. And then I was like, you know what? If I were to be on the capital murder case jury, I would hate if I if something happened like a mistrial because I was asleep or something. <laughs> and somebody got off who's supposed to have been in jail because they murdered some people. And yes. they point at me and be like, well, juror number seven been asleep. <laughs> can't, can't help but to declare a mistrial in this one. Nigga, I ain't going to be able to go nowhere. You not. So I was like, listen, I I sleep, I fall asleep all the time. She was like, okay, well, bring me your diagnosis papers next time you come. And when you have those diagnosis papers, then, you know, we'll see. And I brought them and she was like, excuse him. She turned around and told the lady, just excuse him from, from jury duty. We can't have somebody that's falling asleep 
by the end there. And I was like, yeah. hell, fuck yeah. Narcolepsy <laughs> ain't. I mean, I don't have a problem with my narcolepsy because it just means I get extra sleep. But if it ain't never came through for me ever, that moment, that shit came through like a motherfucker. <laughs> I've never had I've always wanted to go. I would love to be sit on a capital murder case and be like being on ID channel. Yeah, I love that shit. My goddamn first case was a grandfather who was molesting his little uh his he had spent his whole life molesting his daughter and her cousin and his niece. And then he started touching the little five year old girl and the five year old went uh granddaughter went to the daddy and was like he touched me right here and then that shit opened up a whole buck of worms see mama and mama and cuz and auntie was trying to pretend like ain't nothing ever happened so they pretended like that man was all right and then he started doing that shit to their kids pedophile island i'm telling you it needs to happen i don't see the problem i'm not saying kill him i'm saying put him on an island what about uh like what level what level like, should it be everybody on the sexual registry? No, nah, because some people on the sexual registry are on there for stupid shit. Like, your girlfriend, you were 17 and she she was 15. Her parents got mad. So, what what if what if, what if if he's a... Uh, so, it got to... Like, what's the limit for pet? Like, it got to be a man... Or a woman. Having sex with a young child. Yes. 19-year-old, 14-year-old. Yes, cause why the fuck are you at nineteen? You know, yeah, that's enough of it's a difference. Nineteen year olds in high school. <laughs> you need to be concentrating on getting out of high school. You need to be concentrating on getting out, but it's, at this point, nineteen year olds in high school, you're still nineteen, and you're and, and no you're still relation. in this school. Can't have no relationship with a freshman. You don't need to be. You need to be focusing on getting your. Cause obviously, you think that motherfucking nineteen in high school could they been focusing on school? <laughs> that exactly. That's what you gonna be twenty in high school next year if you don't get the they fuck out of here. Fuck. That's the problem. So yes, they need to be on the island. No, don't believe it. I am for the pedophile island. Again, I'm not saying kill them. I'm just saying let them live amongst themselves. Okay. Cause listen, they'll be safer there than they would be. You know what happened to pedophiles in prison? If it's an island full of them, they ain't gonna fuck each other up. But niggas will fuck you up in prison if they find out you mess with kids. No, nah, they gonna have a they gonna have a system. I'm sure. Who got a system? Oh, what? Like all y'all are pedophiles? What system? They gonna have a system by if you if you abuse kids like too little, then they gonna be like, no, nah, fuck you, teenagers. <laughs> <laughs> we don't fuck kids on the five. You are fucking sick. <laughs> <laughs> they gonna have a system. Well, they can have a sister. Let it, lay that up to them. I'm for the island. Fuck niggas. Oh, I hate that. Ugh. And then he just generationally raping people in, in his family. Dirty old man. Molest. Is what he did to the young grandchild. Because he ain't get to the point where he can do more, I guess. It was leading up to rape. They were coming. Ugh. It's ridiculous. It is very ridiculous. So, uh, Simone Biles. Mm-hmm. You know who that is? Mm-hmm. The gymnast. Mm-hmm. She be flipping the shit. She, <laughs> she does. She be on the balance beam. She do. She's pretty good at it, too. She probably good at beaming on some meat. I'm not going to. I have nothing to add to that. Look, I'm just saying, man. 
I don't. I have nothing she to add. She got the goddamn balance. I have nothing to add to that. Look, it, I don't know. The balance beam is crazy. Like, I don't know why people chose to do that shit. But apparently, she is able to do shit that can't nobody goddamn do out here. So, in her, like, practicing, I guess, uh, I, or her qualifiers, you know, they be doing moves that they gonna try. So, she's doing two new skills at the World world Games. Mm-hmm. She's doing a triple twisting double somersault on floor exercise and a double twisting double somersault dismount off of a balance beam. That just sounds like a sprained ankle and a sprained wrist to me. So these <laughs> I feel like two, I would fuck my shit up. Well, these two exercises were valued as a J skill, while the double double was only deemed to be an H. So basically, what they did was they made these like very low ranked uh, moves that she was gonna do. Now, the this puts us at a dilemma, right? Because what Simone Biles has said is, hey, they're always telling us to challenge ourselves. They're always telling us to try new things and try new moves. But on the other hand, their justification for it is a big part of their concern is the safety for all of the uh, uh, of the performers. So for the people that would attempt it. The p- people who ain't got Simone Biles' gall and her capability, those who will try, it will end up in a bunch of broken ankles, broken wrists, and this move can't end up in a land on the neck. Self-awareness, you got to know it. Like, <laughs> So I guess the question becomes, should this organization make moves that only she can do worth less? Because other people may try them and fail in ways that hurt themselves. Because they can still or, try it anyway and still get hurt. I mean, you're. I get that they think that they're gonna make it less likely that they will because it's it's worthless. But it's still gonna be motherfuckers who gonna try to do it just because it's Simone, it's Simone Biles moves and they want to be able to say they did this shit. So like that's stupid to me. You need to know your capabilities and what your limitations are. And if you don't, whoever coaching you need to be like, bitch, you can't do that. Bitch, you ain't Simone. <laughs> like, they need to have coaches that are honest with them and be like, girl, no, that's not you. That is not you. <laughs> it's not your lane. It's not your lane. We're going to practice the things you're good at, okay? Because you're good at a lot of things. But this ain't it. Have you heard of uh, Surya Bonali? In figure skating, she is the first person that did a one-leg backflip. And they did the same thing to her. They basically said no. And her performance was like, it invalidated her performance. Because she knew that she wasn't supposed to do it. And she did it anyway. Well, so then they need to stop telling them to be innovative and come up with new moves. If you're going to tell me to do that, you cannot then penalize me for doing what you asked me to do. So they need to stop altogether. Because the thing is, what you have to realize is that if somebody's going to come up with a move, it ain't going to be no basic ass shit. I'm trying to win. Okay, so it's gonna always be a a, a one legged backflip or some shit. Like it's always gonna be some shit like that. So if y'all got a problem with that, then they need to take that out of option. Like you shouldn't be able to do it at all because you can't get mad at Simone because she got them skills. Okay, 
I just think it's fucked up. Whatever. Man. Look, your girl can't do it. She don't need to try. You're her coach. That is the that is the job of her coach to say, girl, no. <laughs> We're not practicing that because you ain't that ain't you. That is not you. <laughs> but for them to to make it lower when it is a very difficult part of her act, that's bullshit. Folks love trying to save people from themselves. Like, damn, sometimes, look, what is it? Darwin Awards, okay? Let the Darwin Awards take do what they do, all right? If they try that shit and they're not capable of doing it, then they, they wasn't meant to be gymnasts anyway. And the Darwin is just going to take it right on out. It's fine. It's going to work out the way it's supposed to. So what the uh, WTC said which is the uh, Women's Technical Committee, is that in assigning values to the new elements, the WCT, WTC takes into consideration many different aspects. The risk, the safety of the gymnast, and the technical direction of the discipline. Uh, also, there is added risk in landing of double saltos for beam dismounts with or without twists, including a potential landing on the neck. Reinforcing, there are many examples where decisions have been made to protect the gymnast and preserve the direction of the discipline. Translation, some gymnasts are trying to pad their scores by chunking skills they have no business doing, and we need to protect them from themselves. That, what I just said, you trying to protect people from themselves? Listen, okay? These are Olympic-level gymnasts, all right, who have coaches and all of this shit. If through working with their coach, they decide that this is something that they want to try, it ain't your job to save them. Hell, that ain't your job. Your job is to judge what the fuck it is they do. But shut up and let them do what they do. The article goes on to say that there's no shortage of hypocrisy in that rationale. If the Federation is so concerned with athlete safety, why allow I and J skills in the first place? And if Biles Double Double is going to encourage gymnasts to take risks that they shouldn't, wouldn't her Triple Double do the same? And while we're at it, why not allow gymnasts to do a warm-up on the floor before event finals? More bothersome, though, is that the Federation has ignored the means it has to keep irresponsible impulses in check. In addition to the difficulty store score, the sum value of all elements in a routine, there is an execution score. If a gymnast insists on trying a skill he or she has no business doing, some of you vaulters, you know who you are, hammer them on the E-score. Give them a three or four. A normal E score for an elite gymnast is in the eights or nines, and it will nullify whatever advantage there was in the added difficulty. But no, the Federation will rather shortchange Biles of the true value of her accomplishment. And, you know, it, it's really hard when you keep seeing all of these things happening with black athletes, like the black swimmer, the wrestler that was told that he had to cut his hair, Simone Biles. When you see this happening over and over again to black athletes, it's like, you can't help but to think that somebody got their foot on the scale of progress for black people in so many different areas. It's like they holding their foot on the scale, trying to hold them back from what their potential can be. I mean, when Michael Phelps, you know, break records and stuff, it's like, like he smoking weed didn't even fuck his career up. Nope. You know? So it's like... But this is this goes as back. a black person, you just got to be the best black person 
just to like Barack Obama was the best black person he could be to become president just so he could be called a monkey. Basically. And now Simone Biles has been the best black uh, Olympian that she can be only to be told we ain't going to give your accomplishments credit that they deserve. And this goes back to the story about the, the girl who cut her, who lied about cutting her hair. There's enough. Okay. That we have to deal with. There's enough that happens as a culture that we let day to day being black living has we don't need no lies okay it's it's plenty going on for real (laughs) right there are plenty of things that are happening in the world right now as we speak that are fucked up and make it fucked up to be black in this country so you don't need to be out here making up stories making up you know allegations against things it's there already you don't even got to go looking for it. <laughs> it's around every corner. Shit. It's ridiculous. It's very ridiculous. But, you know, it is what it is. The best black in America. Um, but that being said, that's all I got. All right. You got anything else on your mind? Remy turned three. Okay. So he's, he's, he's three now. Three years worth of motherfucking bullshit and fuckery yep and kingston will be 13 god damn that nigga <laughs> knocking on heaven's door <laughs> he's old if all dogs go to heaven that nigga getting ready he is how getting long do they breed like live 16 to 18 years oh shit you got some time mm-hmm. you can meet a nigga and let him get in on the end of kingston life uh, i mean you technically need yes you need kingston at the beginning to make sure he all right why I need Kingston to make sure he got, oh, because Rim is. No, because Kingston, I mean, Kingston side eye nigga if he ain't the one. Literally. Oh, my God. He literally does. It's the hilarious. Oh so, like, if Kingston, the the best you can hope for is that Kingston respond to a nigga like Kingston respond to me. Yes. That's probably the best you can get. I mean, he whenever time I come in, he's a little weary. You know, he thought I was going to kidnap him when I came to try to walk him. But I understand. We didn't practice. We should have practiced. <laughs> We didn't practice. He he, came, he thought I was finna motherfucking strangle his ass to death, and he th- probably thought you was murdered already. Like, where she at? Where she at? Hell no! Fuck that! Hell no, nigga! You think you you ain't gonna take me alive, nigga? You gonna have to kill me right here. You gonna have to stomp me down, nigga, because if you put your hand down here, you ain't gonna have no more hand, nigga. I mean that shit up. Yeah, you were having it. You know what? I would like to see. We need to practice that and see what Remy would do. Remy, what the fuck you mean? <laughs> Remy gonna be like, oh, my nigga, I remember your smell. What's up? <laughs> oh, you taking me out? Shit. I mean, I don't normally go out with strange motherfuckers, but for you, my man, I'll do it. <laughs> I can have a needle. He gonna be like, what is that? Is that fun food? Let's <laughs> just poke his ass and inject. Oh, that felt funny, but I'm happy. Yeah. He just dancing until he fucking fade away dead remy is the kind of dog that will participate in his own demise he would just like you could choke him and just keep choking him and he'll be like ah this is a new game what game is this oh i like this game wait a minute this game feels funny now ah and then he dead now and all up to the end he thought you were just fucking playing 
You wasn't. You was murdering his ass. The fucking dog is so friendly. It's, That's it's Remy. Insane. So yeah, Kingston is a better. He does let me know characters of people. Like he he don't fuck with everybody. Yeah. Remy literally fucks with everybody. Everyone. No matter who you are. <laughs> Well, no, he don't like the Jamaican. That's the only person I've ever seen Remy bark at in like a, a vicious way. He don't like the Jamaican. He probably can smell uh, cleaned up blood. <laughs> That's probably what that is. Nobody like what cleaned up blood smell like. <laughs> I don't know why he don't like that nigga, but he don't. He was barking at him. I was like, he doesn't bark at anybody. You must be a terrible person. <laughs> Jesus. Because he literally loves everyone, with the exception of the Jamaican. So, but I took him to Petco and they was loving on him. He got to pick out a toy. He picked the first toy he picked up was too expensive. I said, "No, put that back. <laughs> Let me show you where the cheap toys are over here." So he grabbed the toy that was his birthday gift and a cookie. So you gave him what? A dog cookie with icing on it, and uh, he picked out a toy. That's it? The fuck else he's supposed to have? He's supposed to get that motherfucker a steak. He's a dog. Uh, he no what do you mean he's a dog? He's that is his natural habitat. His natural <laughs> habitat is eating flesh. Get that motherfucker an iced cookie. He what the cookie. fuck? He got a cookie. That is the epitome of humans done fucked us up. You know what? Kingston looked at him eating that cookie and he was like, man, nigga, we was wolves, bro. <laughs> <laughs> now look at your ass eating fucking caked up flour. <laughs> he ate the shit out of that cookie. He was happy with that cookie. Of course he was happy with that cookie, but he would have been happier with some fucking steak. He probably would have been, but I ain't going to buy him no steak. He would have had an orgasm. I didn't go buy him no goddamn steak. You should have. Well, it's too late. Shit about that nigga steak. His man. birthday has passed. He got a cookie and a toy. Oh, uh, Kingston only get a cookie because he don't play with toys no more. That shit's sad. How is not? Look, Remy was excited as shit. They were giving him treats in the store because everybody loved him. He loving it. He just wiggling his buddy. So happy. He got all kind of treats. They gave him a bandana that had happy birthday on it. Of course. Kingston going there and he'd be like, "Don't fucking touch me." Uh, man, if, if a if, if if a malnourished kid was given five grains of rice a day, they'd be happy as fuck to get a noodle. God damn it! He ain't malnourished. I know he ain't malnourished. I'm just saying the difference between them two ain't big enough for that fucking excitement. Okay, <laughs> you ain't got no business being excited going from fucking uh a lamb or beef or chicken flavored flour to fucking cookie flour like what the fuck <laughs> okay you got wheat and corn and shit mixed up in your dog food he just eating the same thing in cookie form give what? that nigga some real food what i said got icing on it listen 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 you hear me i'm listening when kingston is on his deathbed whenever that day comes I'm going to buy that nigga filet mignon okay <laughs> number one number two next year for remy's birthday I'm buying that nigga steak. <laughs> you remind me when that birthday show up. And as long as you okay with that motherfucker having some meat meat, I'll buy it. Long okay? As long as it's not uh, seasoned Look, too much. do your research and find out what the fuck he can eat. They can have it. It just can't be seasoned. Okay. That's what he needs. 
that might awaken the goddamn wolf that he used to be. I don't need that. That nigga crazy enough. No, he ain't crazy. That man need to be more methodical. No. Like wolves used to be. No, he good. Now this motherfucker want to chase a ball. <laughs> we was wolves, nigga. <laughs> we was wolves. Just imagine that giving a whole speech. Remy, my man. I see you enjoying that cookie. <laughs> You got toys and shit. <laughs> you know. See the lady put the leash on you and walk you around and and you pee. Yeah. You mark a territory, you know, a little bit of leftover from our past, man, but nigga, we was wolves. <laughs> what is this shit you on now? <laughs> what is this shit, bruh? <laughs> you you are groomed. <laughs> You get took into the vet when you sick, nigga. We used to we used to heal ourselves, bruh. <laughs> we used to be out in the wilderness. We used to oh oh oh. When the last time you did that shit? That nigga scared of storms. When the last time you did, nigga? We used to live in storms, nigga. We used to sit out in the rain. That nigga hide behind the couch if we get the lightning. We used to sing the song of our people, my man. And now you in this bitch barely even barking. He howl. He does. He does howl, which gives him my goddamn nerves. He do. Like tomorrow, I won't be at work. I'll be, but I'll be in the living room because they still get locked up, so I can have some peace. But he'll just out of nowhere. I just hear him in the back going, "Oh, like nigga, hush." The fuck is you howling for? <laughs> That's the ancestors, man. Telling him what I'm saying. Remy, uh, Kingston don't howl. Kingston don't howl. Bruh, Kingston's like we used to. We used to go and chase down creatures that were slower than us. We used to fuck with them too. He still now. Remy chase in cats, uh, squirrels, anything. He if giving out. You get food out of a fucking bag, bro. Out of a bowl. The bag, I put it in a bowl. So, <laughs> that's not helping, I know. <laughs> what that means, Red, is he eat food out of a bag and out of a fucking bowl, okay? <laughs> in two different ways. The food comes from a bag that you put in the bowl, all right? You eat food out of a bag, bruh. Out of a bag. You know what that shit is? You know what that shit is? They drip a little meat juice in the flour and the wheat and the corn that they grind up that you can't even fucking digest properly. I, I, I feed them wheat and corn-free dog food to Good. there's no wheat or corn Good. in their food. This wolf giving this speech ain't that fucking informed <laughs> about the different types of food, okay? He's just familiar with the origin story of how the fucking dog food came to be, all right? We was wolves, bro. We need to get this shit back. And Remy out here like, no, I like this life. Yep. It's like like a slave, <laughs> like a Samuel L. Jackson from Django. He was just like, no, I like this. And my master is cool. I like the leash. <laughs> <laughs> that would be Remy, 100%. Like the wolves is the hotel motherfuckers. And, you know, the, uh, Remy, and is, Remy is just a nigga that worked for corporate America. He Uncle Tom. <laughs> he ain't Uncle Tom. He just... He just, he ain't like the he just he just happy with the system. He like no, nah, I get a paycheck. W two <laughs> retirement. What is Kingston? What is Kingston? Kingston ain't no god. Kingston a Kingston a captive. <laughs> Kingston ain't no goddamn. Kingston ain't willing. 
<laughs> he doing this shit because he got to, man. And every now and then he'll give you a hint of why he don't fuck with it by pissing on the floor. Little bitch ass dog. Let me ugh, don't even. Uh, <laughs> thought he. I'm feeling sorry for him because I'm rebel, thinking because his ass is old and he's just a jerk. He a rebel. He he's don't work jerk. for corporate America. He got like his own little business, <laughs> side business, and he got a job. You know what I'm saying? It ain't nothing major. It's something where he can he can say, fuck the white man. When I get on my own, I'm going to leave this shit behind. You know? And he be hearing him. He be like, man, I know we was wolves, bro. I'm trying to get back to that shit. You know, Black Wolf Street. <laughs> you remember that shit? They fucked that shit up, bro. I can't stand it when I be seeing dog shows, man. Them niggas be tap dancing for the white man, bro. Can't stand it. <laughs> Oh God! But anyway, uh, but that's it. That's all I got. Okay. That's all it. right. Well, we was wolves. And, um, <laughs> what the fuck I be saying? Again? Until we call the next. Yeah, until we call the next conversation. We out. Holla.